0: Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine show with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns.
1: What is up, everyone? We are back with another episode on the I'm Not Fine show on the Inspired Choices Network. My name is Lizzie Jens. I am your host here. And we are going to dive into a very, very fun topic today. Before we do so, just remember, you can go into the show notes, grab my calendar link if you want to have a conversation with me about your health, what's going on. If you're not fine, but your doctor's telling you that you're fine, Please come talk to me. I stand in that gap between the doctor and the patient, and I want to help you. You can also grab a copy of my book, Escaping My Reflection, on LizzieNs.com. Okay, let's get into it. If you're here and you're listening and you're tuning in, I want you to just really hone in on this topic today because this is something that is so, so important when it comes to our overall health and life and everything around it. The topic that we want to dive in today is called by choosing our health, we are choosing our life. What does that even mean? I think that this is something that a lot of people have forgotten. Like, what does it even mean to be healthy? And when it comes to our health and wellness overall, it's a it's an entire thing, everything together in our life. It's not just about the foods that we're eating. So a lot of times the first thing that we think about when it comes to our health is like, all right, we have to diet and we have to think about the foods that we're putting into our mouth, how we're exercising. Maybe we have to go do hours and hours of exercise. Like that's sort of the first thing that comes to mind when we think about health, or we hear the word taking care of your health. But the the reality here is that taking care of your health is so much more than that. And we're going to dive into that and look at all the different pillars of what is actually involved in that. But I want you to think with me here for a minute. I was actually on a mastermind call with a group of people yesterday, and I really want to share this because it spoke so closely to my heart. And I thought to myself, you know what? A lot of people need to hear this message. And it's something that I talk about, but sometimes it's better when it also comes from another person. I'm still going to keep pounding it in your head. But here's the thing. If you don't make your health a priority, many and many financially, relationships, your work, your business, all of those areas will suffer in some way, shape or form. Because if you're not taking care of your health, you don't feel well. So you're going to walk around with fog, low energy, poor sweet sleep quality, your happy endorphins, your hope molecules, which I'm going to talk about that a little bit. They're just not going to be thriving. When we're not thriving in those areas, we're also not thriving in these other areas. And so I always tell people, it's like, one of my reasons for taking care of my health, moving my body. Am I perfect? No, because there is no such thing as perfect, but choosing every day to do something that benefits my health. My reason for that, there are many reasons, but my reason for that is it makes me a better person. It makes me a better mom. It makes me a better business person. It makes, it allows me to show up as a better human being in the world and to be a better coach for my clients. Not only that, I want to be the example. So if I'm not taking care of myself and I'm saying, hey, you need to eat eat specific foods, certain foods, you need to have a certain diet, you need to exercise this much, but you guys aren't seeing me live that life and living and And the life that I'm talking about that you should be doing, if you want to feel good, if you don't see me walking the talk, then why would you trust me? Why would you want to come work with me? But like I said before, it's not about perfection or anything like that. It is about creating a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. And what does that even mean? Well, if you get up every single day and you say, Hey, today I'm choosing me and I'm choosing my health. And you can say, Hey, if I put my health a priority, I'm going to look at all the other pillars of my life and how it affects that. So if you, let's say you um, get up in the morning and you're tired. You didn't sleep well, you get up, and the first thing you do is have a cup of coffee, slowly wake up, or you're going to be rushed to go to work. Either way, you're cranky because you're tired, and you don't really know what how the day's going to go. You're just kind of like floating. You're coasting, right? How do you think you're going to show up in your work? in your relationship to your spouse or your partner? How do you think you're gonna show up in the world when you feel like that? Now let's flip the switch and say, hey, you had an amazing night of sleep, you rested, you got up, you're awake because your body just naturally wakes up at that time because you got the rest and the sleep that you needed. And you're like, wow, I'm energized, my brain is clear. I am ready to go. How do you think you're going to show up in the world then? You show up as a completely different person. You show up because you want, you're passionate about what it is that you're doing. And you also show up for yourself better. You make better health choices when you already feel better. So a perfect example is most people, most people that come to me and want to work with me and start working with me. Their number one goal is not to lose weight. Now, weight loss becomes part of their goal, but it's not the number one priority. And I always love when I ask people, what are your top three goals? And my favorite thing about this question is when people don't just spit out, I want to lose 50 pounds. Because if someone says, hey, my my top goal is to lose 50 pounds, I tell them, no, I need I need you to go deeper than that. And it needs to be a bigger why. You need to have goals that are more than just losing the weight. Now, what I do tell them is we're not going to... Tell you that the the weight loss goal isn't relevant. Your weight loss goal is a hundred percent relevant. But when you come and you work with me, and most people that come to me, they want to feel better. They want more energy. They want to sleep better. They don't want to be bloated. They want to feel like themselves again. So typically, the number one One or two goals that people want is they're like, I want more energy and I want to be able to sleep better. Well, they go hand in hand because if you're not sleeping well, your energy is not going to be very high either. For example, I went to bed way too late last night. I woke up tired. Am I tired today? Yes, because I was out too late and then I didn't go to bed until midnight. That is about two to three hours past my normal bedtime. Does it happen sometimes? Absolutely. Did I have fun? Absolutely. That's life. Am I going to be okay? Yes, I'm going to be okay. I also have a cup of coffee here. So, and my cup of coffee says, life begins after coffee. <laughs> if you guys don't know this yet about myself, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know this yet, I need you to know something about me. I'm a coffee snob. Let's just be real. I am a coffee snob. Now, you do want to be smart about how you drink your coffee, you know, getting up and, and quickly running to the, uh to the coffee maker and be like, this, this is the first thing I need before I even drink water. Probably not a wise health choice. I used to do that, but now I generally don't I'll like make sure I drink like one to two glasses of water and I give myself some time before I get coffee. And then ideally you don't drink your coffee on an empty stomach. Now, Those are things that you want to consider when you get up in the morning and you go, Okay, I consciously need to think about what kind of health choices am I going to make today and how is this going to reflect and affect the rest of my day? How you start your day is everything, you know, and so back to this guy, Jason Retman, I believe was his name, ex military guy, and he was speaking to my heart. because he was talking about structure and how important structure is. And I'm like, preach, preach. I, I, I talk about structure and how important it is to have structure in your life. And specifically when it comes to taking care of your health, just like we have structure with our finances, our work. You know, we show up at work and we have structure and we get things done. We need structure in how we go about taking care of our health as well. We thrive off of structure. That's when we get the most done, when we have structure. So <clears throat> he was talking about structure, but he he was very, very adamant on the subject of if you don't take care of your health, every other area of your life is going to be affected. Now, I've seen very, very successful people in business that I'm um, I'm like, how do you feel well? And they don't. But they are very successful in business. You can be successful in business and still like not feel well every single day. But it's not. Here's the thing. You can make lots and lots and lots of money. But if you don't have your health, what do you have? You're not going to take that money with you into the grave when you die young because you didn't take care of your health. Like, you have to think about those things. Think about where you can be. If you take care of your health at the same time as you're building your business or climbing, if you're working in corporate and you're climbing that corporate ladder, if you neglect your health, you're neglecting the growth that you can make in your professional life as well. Not just your professional life, but also your relationships, your marriage, your partnerships, like whatever it is that you're in, your relationship with your kids, you're the example for your kids. So keep that in mind when we're talking about taking care of our health and how it affects every other area of our life. There's something that I want to dive into when we come back from the break, because we're going to go to break here in a little bit. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what happens when we exercise, when we choose to exercise and move our body. What happens internally, physiologically, mentally, and emotionally when we choose to move our body? And I've experienced this over and over and over And so I wanna share that with you guys and just let you know like how important it is to remember how important movement is in whatever way, shape or form. We're gonna dive into that topic when we come back from this break. So please don't go anywhere, we're gonna be right back.
0: We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie ends. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. We are back with my coffee and my water, and we are talking about how taking care of our health affects and reflects. Every other area of our life. Now, before we went to the break, we we kind of dove deep into the different areas that we get that gets affected if we we if we're not taking care of our health. <clears throat> and the different areas, I just want to recap. Your finances are going to be affected because um, everything's energy, right? So. If you are tired and exhausted and you have brain fog, you don't feel well, that's going to affect how you show up in your work and your business. And that's where the business falls under is you're going to your business is going to get affected or your job title is going to be affected if you don't take care of your health and you don't feel like yourself. And then your relationships, like your relationships are going to get affected, too, because you can't show up as. The person that you need to show up as, I had this conversation with someone yesterday that just started working with me, and she said, you know, her kids are little, and she can't show up for them because she's so tired. She needs to nap every day, and she's like, I got to do something because my kids are little, and they're going to grow up real fast, and I didn't even have the time or the energy. She had the time, but not the energy to go play with her kids. And that is another one of the things that you really want to think about. It's like, how are you showing up for the people that you are surrounded with every single day? And kids specifically, I feel like this is such a big one for, for moms, but it, but dads too, but moms very much. So just because we usually get hit a little harder in this area, Um, is being able to show up them because, you know, a lot of times when we've gone through multiple one or multiple pregnancies, it, it's hard. Like that's really, really difficult to go through all of that and then recover from all of that and still try and be the best mom that we can be to show up every single day f- for them. And a lot of times moms start to just neglect themselves and then it's just this downward spiral From there, because after a few years of just neglecting yourself, you're like, all right, well, I'll just like give up on myself because this isn't I I have to show up for my kids. So they're showing up for their kids, but not in the best way. So then the last relationship that I want to talk about here is is what that it really affects the most, in my opinion, is the relationship with yourself. Like, what is that relationship with yourself? so, if you get to a place where you're just not taking care of yourself, you've allowed yourself to let let yourself go, you're not moving your body anymore, you're making really poor choices when it comes to food, and you're just sort of like coasting through life, like that really affects that relationship with yourself, your self confidence and The confidence to have the ability to go chase after your dreams and do what you want to do because confidence is everything. If you don't have that, then there's a lot of things that you're going to neglect or let slide or you're not going to go after them because you don't have the confidence to do it. And a lot of that has to do with the confidence of how you feel about yourself, your body image. And also, it's really, really hard to have self-confidence if you're tired all the time and you have brain fog and you can't show up as the human being that you want to show up as. Well, that relationship with yourself is the most important relationship that you should have. I'm learning this the hard way because for many years, I, I I, I, just I discovered this myself, like for many years, I I was really good at pleasing everybody else i was I was a people pleaser I was really good to make sure that everybody was happy there was no tension or if there was tension. I was really good at easing the tension even if it jeopardized my own happiness, my own peace, whether I agreed with with whatever was going on or not i you know you should ease things over and just be like, no, everything's fine. We're good. And it really, really jeopardized things within myself because I I thought that I was being authentic to the people and myself and keeping everything good. But what was actually happening is I was suppressing my voice and that relationship with myself wasn't was wasn't authentic anymore and it looked to everybody <laughs> we literally just had this conversation with someone the other day um we were laughing because <laughs> he's like you know from the outside in all of us in this group of people that that I was in it's like all of us thought that you just had it all together and it, and he's laughing and he's like the funny thing is you didn't and I'm like no I didn't but that's okay but I thought that I, I I had this facade of showing as if I had everything together. So that was a form of protection that was happening. So anyway, I don't know why I'm going down that rabbit hole with that, because I said that I was going to go into the importance of, of moving your body. So that's what we're going to do now. We're going to talk about the importance of moving our body. But you know what I love about these conversations is they can literally go anywhere because when the You know, this show is called I'm Not Fine. So it can literally go anywhere and it, it's going to flow where it needs to flow and go. So I hope you guys enjoy that because I I like being the the authentic person of let's let let's let things flow the way that they should flow. Go where where your heart desires. And maybe somebody needed to hear that. Please don't put a facade on and pretend like everything's OK. When it's not okay. So, we're going to talk about exercise. Why is it so important and what happens when we exercise? So, there's studies behind this. And a long time ago, these scientists did these studies on what actually happens internally, physiology, mentally, all those things when we move our body. What happens in our muscles? And what do the muscles do when we exercise? And this is why movement is so important. Our ancestors really. Back in the day, they did not have to worry about going to the gym, getting exercise in, being very conscious about making sure they get a daily walk-in. They didn't have to worry about that. Why? Because they farmed and lived off the land and they hunted for their own food. Like they didn't have to worry about it because they were incredibly active. There were no obese people because they worked for everything. There was no convenience of microwave food and fast food and drive throughs The convenience of that wasn't there. It's a beautiful thing. Now, convenience has happened. And so we got to figure out how how do we change our lifestyle and our environment to make sure that we don't just get sicker and sicker and we're still taking care of our body. That's when gyms came in. That's when exercise came in. When weight training came in. When running came in. That's when all of those things started to evolve. And so they did this study to figure out, like, what happens in the body when we exercise. And they came up with this conclusion of when we exercise and our muscles contract, there's a few things that happen. They excrete certain type of uh, molecules like dopamine and serotonin. Those are like your happy hormones. They they excrete those types of hormones, and they called them hope molecules, which I thought was so so clever because your serotonin and your dopamine, they really are your hope molecules. They're your hope hormones. They're your happy hormones. And so when we go to the gym, I've always said this, like it's when sometimes that's when I get the most creative It's when I go to the gym and I stimulate my muscles and then it secretes these hope molecules and it makes me more creative. And all of a sudden my brain's firing again. So I've been, if I've been working in the office all day, and I'm not moving my body a whole lot, and and I feel like I'm, I I my brain's not firing like it should be. I'm like, you know what? I'm out of here. I gotta go do a workout, and I gotta stimulate some muscle, and I I bring some energy back into my body while also excreting energy. And it always works. It always changes my mood. It changes my energy. I get my brain function back. So when we move our body, um we want to think about those things. Now, the other thing that we want to think about when when it comes to exercise is you want to think of it as a longevity thing. The gym industry and the fitness industry has made it this aesthetic thing. I'm exercising because I want to look good. And while it's okay to exercise, And work out because you want certain aesthetics and look a certain way. That's fine. Like if that's what you want to do. I've been there. I still do it sometimes I know how to train my body in a way if I'm like, I want it to look a certain way. I know how to train my body to get it there because I'm a personal trainer I know how the body works so I can do that and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you have a healthy relationship with yourself and your body and you're doing it for those reasons and you're not doing it for the validation of others for me it's hey I want to do it to see like how far can I push my body or what is my body capable of now as we age and as we get older we naturally lose bone density, and we naturally lose muscle density, right? So we lose that, especially for women as we get age and we start to get into perimenopause and menopause, those things drop even faster because our hormones drop, our estrogen drops, our uh, progesterone drops. And so that is why it is so, so important to exercise in a way that stimulates your muscles, Now, if you're only walking, walking is really, really good. But if you want to look at maintaining and building muscle and maintaining bone density to make sure you're not getting osteopenia, osteoporosis, then you have to do something more than just walking. So typically when, when women get to this age into their 40s and 50s, and if they're in a place where they're like, I really don't enjoy working out and it sort of becomes this like chore where they're like, I don't want to do it. Like, I just really don't want to do it anymore. What I always encourage them to do is is think about the longevity of it. What is this going to give you back? So that's another thing that you want to think about when it comes to your health and and the choices that you make every day. Like if you're saying, hey, I I want to make choices every day that serve my health doesn't mean it's perfect, but you're choosing to give yourself things and do things for yourself that take care of your health. So as we get older and we exercise and we work out and we do weight workouts and strength training and stuff like that, you want to think of it, I'm doing this to prevent osteopenia, osteoporosis, and to um, make sure that you're not losing the strength and the mobility of your muscles. So put the focus on what is this giving me back over the long run versus I just don't want to do this today. That's how it should be for our health anyway, right? So you're going to have days where you're like, this one's in the trash. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're, uh, maybe you're traveling, maybe you're flying somewhere and maybe you just don't have like great options and you still do the best you can, but it's not great. Like when I was in Chicago a couple of weeks ago, what do you think we had for lunch one day? Deep dish pizza. Was it amazing? Yes. But we also had salad. So, you know, does the salad weigh out like deep dish pizza I don't know, but I don't care. I had the salad and then I had a slice of deep dish pizza and it's fine. That's not going to kill you and it's not going to make a massive difference. It's rarely the thing that's going to be the, the thing that like kills you or makes you sick. It's the dose. It's the dose that is the poison. So it's are you doing it every single day or are you not doing it every single day? So it could be water. Like if you're not drinking enough water every single day, well, eventually you're going to be dehydrated. If you have one day that you don't drink enough water, you're going to be fine. But over time, if you do it over and over and over, not drinking enough water, that's going to lead to dehydration. And then that dehydration leads to tons of other health issues. I I see and meet many people that are dehydrated because they're not drinking enough water. And sometimes drinking the water is really the answer to a lot of the health issues. So that's what I want you to think about when it comes to exercise and choosing to stay consistent with your exercise every single day, because that's what's going to give you back years of your life and you're going to be preventing a lot of things as you age. Keep that in mind when there's a day that you're like, I really don't want to do this, but you do it anyway because you remember the big why of why you're doing it. All right, guys, we're going to go back to or we're going to go to another break here. And then when we come back, we're going to continue to dive deeper into the subject of what does it even look like to show up for your health every single day? I'm gonna give you some basic tools towards the end of this. So please stay tuned, don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie on the I'm not fine show.
0: We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. carrying us through the day and taking us to bed with you we're always here for you to enjoy we're easy to find just search for inspired choices network in the apple app store or google play store this is i'm not fine with lizzie ends to participate in the program join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com you can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live now back to the program Hmm. Welcome back, everyone.
1: We are back for more conversations about what it looks like to show up for your health every single day and why we choose that. Before we went to break, I took a deep dive into why we exercise and what happens when we exercise, what happens to our bone density, what happens to our muscles. And then in the end, like when you think about exercise, you want to think about the longevity of what it is that you're preventing for the future and make sure that you don't end up with tons of hospital bills that you don't wanna pay. Anyway, perfect example of that. <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> I went to the dentist the other day, last week actually, and did my regular cleaning. And you know, every six months you do a cleaning, at least here. And I may have mentioned this before, I don't remember, but uh, she told me, she's like, all right, next month or next next visit, you're uh, due for your X-rays. But your mouth is so healthy, your gums and your teeth are so healthy, you probably don't need to do X-rays. And I was like, sweet, save me some money. I'm not going to do X-rays because I'm fine. I don't I don't need it. And so it really really like opened my eyes even even more there because nobody actually wants to pay doctor bills and hospital bills, right? Like you get that bill in the mail and you're like, man, like I could buy so much more, many other things with that. Like, I don't want to pay for that. So when you're taking care of your health and you're choosing to show up for your health every single day, I want you to think about that too. Like you're saving yourself money in the long run. You're saving yourself from having to pay bills that you don't want to pay anyway. So I want you to keep that in mind when it's a hard day and you're like, I really don't want to show up for myself today or I don't want to take care of my health today. I just want to, you know, make poor choices. So what does it look like to show up for yourself every day? Like, how do you make that happen? One of the first things that you have to do is you have to become a leader of yourself. What does that mean? What do you mean I have to lead myself? Well, leading yourself means that you set goals for yourself, and then you follow through with them, and you complete them, but the thing about this is that you have to do these things even when others aren't watching, so a lot of us do things out of performance. We want the recognition. Listen. I've been guilty of this, guilty of this. Like I, I, I've done things for recognition. I'm, I'm not shy to say that. Like I know this. I think all of us have done that before, right? Like we've done things because we want it to be recognized that we're doing something good or that we did what we said that we were going to do. But what happens when no one is watching? What are you doing behind closed doors? Are you staying true to yourself? Are you staying true to your word? Are you staying true to your goals? How do you lead yourself? Are you your own leader or are you a follower? So when it comes to showing up for your health every single day and choosing you, choosing you, that's what it means as well. It means when you're choosing your health, you're also choosing you, which then is a ripple effect of choosing the people in your life as well. So when you choose yourself, think about this, when you choose your health and you're choosing to get up, drink some water, brush your teeth, eat a healthy breakfast, move your body, that's you choosing you, okay? It then creates this ripple effect because you decided to choose yourself and your health, You then created this ripple effect of choosing the other things in your, the other people in your life. You chose your kids, you chose your partner, you chose your business. It creates a ripple effect because you decided that you were going to choose you and that you're going to fill your cup so that you can then go out and do the things that you need to do or want to do. But showing up as that person, that's what it means. But showing up like that every single day, you have to be your own leader. And some of us, I'm pretty, pretty competitive with myself. So if I set a goal out and I say, hey, even if I'm just doing that goal for myself, or I'm doing it to compete with myself, and I don't like tell anybody that. I'm going to, I set a goal and I want to do something. But sometimes we do that. Sometimes I set goals and I don't don't even tell anybody that I have a specific goal because I'm competitive like that. Like I compete with myself. But if you're someone that doesn't do that, then you really have to think about, okay, how do you show up as your own leader? If you're a natural competitor, like I am, it's a little bit easier. I'm not going to lie. Like it is easier to show up for yourself and just drive and be like, I'm going to show up and complete the things that I said I was going to do because I said I I was going to do it. An example is another example that I can give you is if you are not self-motivated and you feel like you need that accountability. So back in years ago, over over 10 years ago, I, I ran a half marathon and I also ran a full marathon. Now, I had never really done a lot of running in my life, but when I started running, I I have been cleaning house for this lady that was running marathons, and she's like, Lizzie, I I really think that you would like running, and I was like, okay, so she got me into running. I started running like three miles a day, and I started to really love it. I would get that runner's high, and so because I'm a natural competitor, I was like, you know what, let me see how far I can run. So I would run six miles and then I would run seven miles, 10 miles or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, like I can do this. So then she tells me, Lizzie, I I'm running a half marathon and I think you can run a half marathon. Do you want to run a half marathon with me? And I was like, yep, sign me up. Let's do it. A half marathon is what's a half marathon? So a full marathon a full marathon of oh, 13, 13.2 miles because a full full marathon is, is 26 miles something. So half, half marathon is 13. And I said, yes. So what did I do though? So in order to make sure that I don't back out of completing this task and getting this goal done that I said, I said, I was going to do it. I wanted to complete it. What I did is I went to work where I was working and I, um, I told my co workers, my peers at work, my co workers, I said, Hey, um, I just signed up to run a half marathon. And this is when I'm going to be running it. And of course, everybody was like, you're crazy. That's insane. And I was like, great, I'm going to do it anyway. So what that did intrinsically for me, the reason I told them that is I wanted people to know that I said that I was going to do it. And then it intrinsically did something to me where I was like, okay, I can't let myself down because I said I was going to do it. But I also don't want to let the people down that I told that I was going to do this. So what would happen every few weeks, someone would be like, Hey, how's your marathon training going? How are you doing? Are you going to do it? I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to do it. And so I had people like prompting me without even knowing that they were, they didn't know they were prompting me. But it inspired me and encouraged me to keep going. So if you are someone that's like, hey, I really don't, I, I'm not a self-leader. Or I'm not self-motivated. Like you need to get people in your life that will keep you accountable. So something that I do with my clients is like at the beginning of the week, we talk about what are your goals for the week? And we pick one to two things where we're like, all right, these are the two things that are your goals for this week. No more than that. And if you complete those by the end of the week, like their entire goal and mission for that week is like, those are your two things that you're going to complete by the end of the week, non-negotiable, make it happen because you said that was your goal. And I want you to hold yourself accountable to that. So we set the goals and they put it out there. And so then I tell them, listen, at the end of the week. This is a non-negotiable, it has to be completed because you set that this is your goal and this is what you want to complete. Hold yourself accountable, don't slack, just make it happen. They're not allowed to move on to a new goal until they have consistently done that for a few weeks because if you cannot complete one to two things a week consistently for a while, then how do you think that you're going to be able to continue and move on to the next step. You have to be able to stick with the most simple basic things first. And what does that look like? It could literally be, hey, you're not doing any kind of walk or exercise at all. Your goal is to walk 30 minutes a day. That's it. You, By the end of the week, you've completed every day You've completed 30 minutes of walking. You have 24 hours in a day. That leaves you 23 and a half hours the remainder, remaining day to do all the other things that you need to complete. So you have 30 minutes to go do a walk. And that's all you got to do. You just got to stick with that. Super, super simple. And if you can do that, you start to develop the confidence that you can do more. Because you stuck with it. There's something about following through with your goals, holding yourself accountable and completing the mission that starts to build confidence. And that is why it's so, so important to make sure that you don't throw 10 things at yourself. Because if you throw 10 things at yourself, you're probably not even going to complete one because it's too overwhelming. So you have to work on completing one At a time. And if you are someone that's like, well, I can do 30 minutes of walking and get water, then do that. But at the end of the week, whatever you said that you were going to do at the beginning of the week, you should have been able to follow through with that for the entire week, every single day. That's your goal. And that's how you start developing that leader in within yourself and you being able to go, oh, I can hold myself accountable. Oh, I can follow through. And I am not a failure because I followed through and I completed the mission that I said that I was going to do. So that's what you want to think about when it comes to how do you start out by taking care of your health every single day? And then how do you stick with it? How do you show up with you? For yourself. Think about those things, keeping it simple and basic so that you can continue to build on to that. All right, we're going to go to our last break here. But when we come back, we're going to continue to dive into this subject and I'm going to give you some more tools and tactics about what it is that you can do in order to show up for yourself and your health every single day. So, Please don't go anywhere, we're not done yet. We're gonna be right back.
0: We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with Functional Nutrition Coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspired choices network.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program.
1: All right, all right, you guys. We are on the home stretch here. And this has been such a fun conversation with you guys. Um, it's it's a fun topic for me to talk about because I think that one of the things that that we need to always remember is like when we're feeling overwhelmed and we're feeling like, I don't know where to start and it's really, really noisy and it's just a lot going on up here in our brains, we need to take a step back and look at how do we make things simple and how do we simplify it? How do we cut out the noise and how do we make sure that we're actually taking steps to move forward. If we're overwhelmed and confused, it's not going to happen. So keeping it simple and going back to the basics is really, really important. And it's something that I always teach my clients It's like, all right, we're going to take it a step back and I'm going to teach, go back to the basics and I'm, I'm going to teach you those things because that's where it all needs to start in order for you to build a strong foundation. I want to share a story with you guys. This is what how this affects your life when you choose to show up every single day and do something for your health and you're choosing it so i have this client that um she she has a a pretty heart long story but um she's been working with me for about 8 weeks or so and we started Just like I said, we started with the basic things. Hey, you're going to walk and we're going to dial in like what your nutrition should look like. We're going to make sure you're drinking water, you know, but we, we would build onto it. So it's like, all right, let's adjust your protein. Let's make sure you're getting protein. Let's make sure you're getting your water and you're walking. Like, let's keep it super simple. So we, we started very, very basic and then built onto it. And then eventually, like we did her lab work, we figured out like what some of the other things were that were going on. And I had her start doing some breathing exercises because, you know, I I knew that she was like dealing with anxieties and depression. So a lot of people need to learn how to breathe more and breathe intentionally. We live in such a fast paced world that a lot of times we're forgetting, even I will forget sometimes like Lizzie, you need to like slow it down and take a deep breath. And so I had her this was a simple goal for her. At one point where we had her do two to five minutes of deep breathing exercises every single day. And there were even days that she didn't, she didn't complete it. And I would get back on her and be like, Listen, I need you to do this. This is a goal of yours until you're consistently doing this every single day. Two things happened. She used to be a singer. And she said, because she was consistently doing her deep breathing exercises, intentional deep breathing exercises, she started to get her singing voice back, her vocal her her vocal cords started to get strengthened and she started to get her singing voice back and I was like, oh my gosh. The second thing that happened is she messaged me the other day and she said, I have to tell you this. For the first time in years, I drove my car on the freeway and I did not have an anxiety attack. And I told her, I said, this is massive. I said, it's because you're breathing. So what happens when we're not breathing is we don't get enough oxygen into our lungs, into our heart, into our brain. And those are the things that can cause anxiety and depression. So when you're showing up for yourself and your health every single day, these are the other things that you want to think about. These are the other things that get affected. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, it is so much more than just what you're eating and drinking and how you're exercising. There are so many other aspects to this and breathing and proper breathing is one of those things. There are many more layers that we don't have time to go into, but that is one of them. Most of my clients at some point or another will have something on their daily habit calendar where they have to practice sitting down and having a quiet moment and and practice deep breathing exercises because it's go, go, go all the time and they're just not taking the time to do that. And so... (laughs) You know, I I told I told a client the other day that's a mom. I was like, listen, I don't care what you need to do with your your kids are old enough. They They can be on their own. They can go outside and play like I don't care what you need to do. Like at some point every time during the day, once a day, I need you to go. I need you to tell your kids to like go to another room or go outside and play because they're old enough to do that. They can take care of themselves for a bit. And then you get to sit down and have a quiet time and you're going to practice breathing because you need that. That's filling your cup. But think about those two things that I shared with you. Just because she consistently showed up every single week with the things that we were doing. And then we added in the breathing exercises because she did that. She's conquering two big things in her life that have been holding her back massively. She's being born again. She's bringing out passion. She's she's getting to live again. So if you're someone that's you feel like you're not living, I want you to think about those things. When you show up for yourself consistently every single day, you're giving yourself life back. You're going to feel like you're being born again and you're going to give, you're, you're going be, to become a life again. So think about that. When you get up in the morning and you're like, today's not the day, I don't want to do it. I want you to reverse that and say, today is the day, now is my time, and I get to do this because I'm alive and I deserve this. You get to show up and do it. Keep that in mind on the hardest days of your lives because there will be days where you're going to be like, I don't want to do it. But you're going to do it anyway. Because something I heard from Mike Tyson recently in a little clip, he said, you got to do the things that you don't love, but you have to do it like you love it. And so I keep that in mind when I'm thinking, when I have a day of like, I really don't want to do this task. And I and that goes into my head and I go, I'm going to do it like I love it. All right, you guys, this is the wrap for the show today. We're going to come back next week with another amazing topic. We're going to keep feeding you guys with things. Please come back
0: and see us. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.